TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. All right. Welcome, everyone. So we are getting underway for the first episode of The Boss, a new podcast where I speak one on one with dynamic leaders in every field of human endeavor. And so you are listening to the very, very, very first episode. And it's appropriate that our guest is the first ever elected bishop um, that is African-American and woman for the Episcopal Diocese of West Tennessee. We have Phoebe Rolfe. How are you? I'm doing great. Philip, how are you? I'm doing awesome. We had a few technical difficulties this <laughs> afternoon or this evening, but it's all good. good. As I was saying, you have to be real flexible in ministry. Yes. So yes, this is yes. part of it. So I'm really happy to be here with you. Thank you awesome. Thank for you. hosting me. Yeah, thank you. So met you at the chocolate shop at the chocolate yes, cafe, I guess about yes. two weeks ago. Exactly. And so I, I heard about you from uh, the media. You did an interview okay. about the opening of your new location. Okay. And chocolate is one of the favorite things for me. Okay, so, so I had to show awesome. up. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you did. And we got <laughs> to talking and learned that you were. Sorry. <laughs> so we are, um, met you this afternoon, uh, that afternoon and, you know, got to talking about uh, all the things that you have going on and uh, found out. I was like, wow, this is really, you know something special. So what we'll do today is just kind of learn about you. You sure. got some cool show and tell. I did. I brought lots of show and tell. And actually, uh, your viewers will be seeing this before even other people in the diocese. Hey, look this at is- that. Exclusives. That's what <laughs> Exclusive. we Exclusives. So what, all about. You just got it recently. Didn't yeah, you? I did. Literally. Okay. <laughs> literally. Everything's custom and we'll go through all yep. of that. Yep. But um, before we get into that, you know, where are you from and, you know, how does one become <laughs> bishop elect and soon bishop as a yeah. consecration's Friday, Saturday, Saturday, right? Saturday, yeah. Saturday. So, so. Um, I grew up in Palm Bluff, Arkansas. Okay. A couple of hours from here. Okay. And um, as a girl, was real involved in the church and thought my calling was to be a layperson. Okay. So it took me a long time to mm-hmm. really acknowledge that God was calling me to any form of ordained ministry. Okay. Um, and so to be a deacon and a priest, you go through a pretty lengthy discernment process. Uh, but in terms of being a bishop, that involves an election. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So I was elected in November. Okay. Of okay. 2018. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank a few you. Months ago. Yes. So, all right. So, you went through the election. You, yes. Um, now, well, did you get nominated or had to? Yeah. Just so raise the your way that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can be nominated by other people, or you can nominate yourself. And okay. In my case, someone okay. from this diocese called and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. we're looking for a bishop," and. I really wasn't looking to leave my congregation. Okay. And I thought the next words out of their mouth were going to be, and you know so many people in the church, who would you recommend? Okay. You were, so I was really You were surprised. preparing. You were looking Exactly. Through going like, through, okay. you know, my yeah. virtual Rolodex. And they were like, no, no, what about you? With the you? Ones, so. Exactly. So right. I really had to pray on that yeah. and set aside some time and just sort of see. And so when I entered the process, it was really just to be open. Okay. To wherever it was the Lord was going to be calling me to. Okay. Okay. And um, both of my parents are deceased and I'm doing a lot of stuff in connection with their estate. Okay. So it was important to me mm-hmm. to get back closer to home. 
So right, I'm right. really glad that I'm only well, a couple of hours from where I grew up. It all works out. So <laughs> yes, it does. Pine Bluff. Yes. You, uh, you went to where? Where'd you go to for where did you go to college? So I left Pine Bluff uh-huh. and I went to Harvard. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was I the only that. person from Arkansas in my graduating class of 1986. Okay. So you got to remember, this is before cell phones. Yes. Uh, before even answering machines. Yeah. Before call waiting, you know, when you used to call yeah. and the line yeah. was busy and like you couldn't get through. <laughs> so I went up to Cambridge, Mass, and just had a fabulous experience. Right. Right. That's yep. awesome. And so. Went to what did you go to Harvard for? What did you study there? I studied United States history. Okay, gotcha. My which, dad's a history teacher. I know, and I him. met both yeah, of your parents, yeah, and your dad and I had a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so, now you've taught him how to yeah, do the the he, airbrushing, painting the painting of, yeah, of the chocolate. Just, right, right. That is so right. awesome. Well, cool. So you went from Cambridge, and then you were like, what? So what? what I did was. You do uh, next? I thought, you know, I like politics behind the scenes. Okay. So I thought I'd be a great chief of staff for someone. So I ended up going to get a master's degree in public policy from the Woodrow Wilson School, which is a graduate program at Princeton. Okay. Okay. And then went to Virginia. So hold on. You said Harvard and Princeton. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Just (laughs) Just keep keep going. Okay. Uh, So I ended up going to Virginia the first time around Mm -hmm. when Douglas Wilder. Okay. Was the governor. It's yeah. the first African-American yeah. governor. And my yeah. grandparents and great-grandparents are from Virginia. And I have family in Virginia. Yeah, so, so. I have a lot of ties mm-hmm. there. Um, okay. But did that work for about seven years okay. in Virginia and Philadelphia and decided, mm, that's not really it. Okay. So then mm-hmm. I went to law school. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I went back home to Arkansas. Okay. So my mother was an attorney. Okay. And she was the one who really influenced me to do that. Cool. Very cool. So then you you studied law, got your law degree, and and moved to the Big Easy. Okay, New Orleans, Louisiana. You're a foodie, right? I love gotta love New Orleans. Yeah. So how do you end up in New Orleans though? So you're mostly you know New England. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I got a fabulous opportunity to clerk for a federal judge. Okay. On the United States. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. Okay. And it's headquartered in New Orleans, and Louisiana is one of the states. So I did that for a couple of years Mm -hmm. and liked it so much that Mm -hmm. I ended up staying on with a law firm there. Okay. And so I was practicing law when I ended up going to seminary, and I went back Mm -hmm. to Virginia for that. Okay. So you could have totally uh, ended up... A judge or something? I well, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> I certainly could have yeah. had many more years in the legal field right. had I not chosen to leave. That's then, true. And then when did that happen? When did you chose uh, choose to leave? So how? You know, right, how? how? You, yeah. Well, so I probably even before going to seminary for about almost a fifteen year period, Philip. Mm-hmm. Different people in different states mm-hmm. had been asking me, "Don't you think God has a calling on your life to be ordained?" And just, I'm kind of looking around like, uh, so. no, not me. <laughs> the first time that happened was when I was living in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to Little Rock to go to law school, a totally different congregation asked me that question. And then when I moved to New Orleans, a third congregation asked me that question. Okay. okay. So my experience of um, how God communicates with me is repetition. Okay. Sometimes I have to hear the same thing over and over again. And so when I really took stock and I thought about, well, Phoebe, what are you passionate about? What do you enjoy doing? It was all the stuff that I was doing with the church. Okay. Okay. I was on the vestry, which is the governing board for an Episcopal congregation. 
Uh, I served communion at the altar. Okay. I was a lay reader. I read the lessons publicly. Yeah. I was on the altar guild, so I helped set up on Saturdays the altar before the service. Yeah. I was on the outreach committee. I taught in the Sunday school. <laughs> I mean, like, I was at the church. You did it all, did you? I did it okay. all. You did I it did all. it all. So definitely, you know, grew through the process. I did. I did. Yeah. I love it. And, and just real quick, we got a few people. Oh, questions? Uh, John, well, comments. Oh, John Denton. Oh, yes. yes he he's says, in my diocese. Hey, John. Okay. He said he's looking forward to working with you on Thank Saturday. You. Timothy Flowers, yes. who is from Pine Bluff. He, he was actually just hey, at my store yeah. today. We was he? Yes. He's wow. been there several times. But, so what's up, Tim? So yeah. I just saw you a little while ago. Great. Um, but no, so this is cool. So and and that's the thing. It's it's just such an interesting journey. You know, you go through, and, and I guess it all prepared you. You know, it did. Um, they say a legal background kind of helps. Oh you my in anything, gosh, so. it gives you a set of lenses, and you mm-hmm. look at the world in a certain way forever after that. Okay. But you know what's interesting, Philip? Only in hindsight mm-hmm. have I sometimes been able to see how God was working. Okay. Like at the time that I was doing all that stuff in the church and volunteering, I didn't know I was being prepared. Yeah. To be a parish priest. Right, right. But right. I was in hindsight. Right. Well, I think that's when it's natural. You know, you're yeah. not doing it for any, you know, no. um, ulterior motives or no. anything like that. You were just putting in the work. And exactly. So, and that's and why I can he tell you, you I'm making a lot less money now than I was as a lawyer. But it's all good because I'm much happier. Right, right, right. Because, no, well, you may still have long hours, I'm sure. But I yeah, do. Not, not the same type of 80, 100 Totally hours different yeah, so. when you're doing the Lord's work. Absolutely. Very yep. cool. And so. Yeah. Um, back to Virginia. So yes. you, you were a rector, right? I was. So when when I first graduated from seminary, mm-hmm. um, I went to seminary. I started in August of two thousand and five. Okay, it's an important date. Okay, but um, I decided that summer before to do a little traveling with my mother and my sister. Okay, so six weeks before Hurricane Katrina, okay, I packed up. My books and okay. my clothes. So you were there during Katrina? No, no, no. Oh, you before. were. Before. Before, okay. Uh, and sold everything else mm-hmm. and drove from New Orleans to Virginia. Okay. That was right before Katrina. Wow. And my law office was only about six blocks from the Superdome. Wow. So had it not been yeah. for the journey to seminary, right. I would have been there right in the middle of all of that. And who knows what would have And happened. who knows what would have happened. So right. three years later, when I graduated, fast forward to 2008, mm-hmm. My bishop really wanted me to come back. So I was the assistant priest at a very large congregation in New Orleans for three years, the number two. And then I had an opportunity to go to Richmond and to serve St. Philip's Episcopal Church as their rector or their head priest and pastor. Okay. And I did that for about eight, almost eight years before I was elected and called here. Okay. All right. And we'll jump in and out. Sure. Because we got yeah. uh, Elizabeth Hart, a friend of mine. Yes. She's actually in Nashville um, with the state health department. But she asked, do you miss politics? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> I don't. Look at the current state of the world. Um you know, I think it's really important that we have two parties. I mean, multiple voices, multiple opinions. Sure. It's just sad that we've gotten to the point, though, where we can't disagree without yeah. making it personal. Right, right. Just disagree. You know, it happens sometimes. Uh, it's in life. Right, Hello. Right. It's, it's called living. It's people. called living. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Mitch Smith saying oh. amazing love what you're doing. And Hulita Milliner. She's someone that I worked with yes. years ago. In Philadelphia. Also, also hey. Madge Deacon. Yes, she's here yes. in the diocese. Yes, yep. She said, what's up? Welcome yep. to Memphis. Excellent, so, excellent. Very cool, very yeah. cool. So, all right. So, we've you're, you've gone through the process. So, how, is, is it like, a, do, do they 
you know, how does the voting? Oh, you got Shema, the nomination Shema, the here. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. So, um, in the Episcopal Church, mm-hmm. all of our discernment is done in community. Okay. So, in other words, if you, Philip, decided you were called to be a pastor tomorrow, okay, you couldn't. I mean, if you were in a different denomination, like your own denomination sure, or sure. a non-denomination, you could find empty space, sure. rent it, yeah, put an ad in the paper. And get you're going. preaching next week, right? Doesn't happen in the Episcopal Church. Okay. We really believe that the community has got to lift somebody up and affirm the call. Okay. So there were a number of stages in the process. We did the paperwork first. Okay. And it's just like any other job. Right. Then there was a Skype interview. Okay. And they weeded some people out. They're using technology. Yeah, using technology. Okay. (laughs) Then there was a retreat with some of the people from who did the Skype interview. And then from that, um, Three of us were selected to be on the final slate. Okay. And then we came and we did what are called walkabouts, where okay. you go different places in the diocese sure. where all the people who are going to be voting and other people have an opportunity to meet you, to ask you any questions. That was a really intense experience. Right. And then the people who were eligible to vote mm-hmm. gathered at St. George's Episcopal Church in Germantown okay. here yeah, in right November. Yeah. And we just, they prayed, you know, and we were just, all of us were praying okay. that the Holy Spirit would be present. Okay. And I think she was because it's very unusual mm-hmm. to get elected the first time you're on a slate. Sometimes right. people are on three, Man. four, five elections. Right, right. So I was elected Man, this the first time. And first time, okay. It's also very unusual to get elected on the first ballot. Sometimes you have to stay all day, ballot after ballot after ballot after ballot. Oftentimes the lay people like one person Mm -hmm. and the clergy likes a different person. And so it's a whole negotiation thing. But with me, the first ballot had happened. I was just as shocked as everybody else. Wow. Let me tell you. Wow. So, so you must, you made a huge impression. Your walkabout, they were like, okay, yes. she's great. We get to the election, they're like, all right, you know, yeah. let's just make it happen. So, and I was speechless. That's cool. And you don't know me very well, <laughs> right. but I'm not well, always I've, speechless. I've you enough exactly. Know, you know, I can talk. So that is really cool. The yeah. fact that, you know, you get elected, that's like, you know, being a first ballot Hall of Famer in a way, Kinda. sometimes and and it's, it's much better. But yeah, but in the yeah, sense that it, yeah. the process is oftentimes exactly. guys have to wait. You know, people have I to wait. Know. And I didn't realize, you know, oh. people go in three and four ballots, and Correct. you come up uh, essentially a rookie, yeah. quote so to right. speak, in, on the ballot, and they were just like, "Hey, she's the one." Now, now, are you mentioning the Hall of Fame because you know something else about me? What? I, no, no, I may have saw something. Don't? I don't know oh. this. No, go so for there's it. A, there was another Hall of Famer in my family. And who was that? That was the class of 2012. Willie Rofe. Oh, yes. Left okay. tackle. I offensive lineman. That yes. That's my, okay. I used to say little you know brother. He's like, <laughs> I get younger. He's when, like this. <laughs> when, when you go to Google and I've pulled that up and yeah. I remember seeing it and I totally Wow! So look at yes. you. So you're just knocking them out. So, but he'll be here. He, Willie, my okay. so I have two brothers. All right, Willie and Andrew, and I have one sister, Mary. And okay. so, um, they will all be here with us this weekend for okay. the, all well, these exciting that is events. Very cool. That yeah, is, I'm coming. So yes, excellent. So hang, yeah. should we tell people about the events? Yes, tell them. Tell them about yes. how how you will move in officially to so, this new role. Right. Yes. So, um, I have been ordained as a deacon mm-hmm. and I've been ordained as a priest. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday, this Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, May the 4th mm-hmm. at 11 a.m. at Hope 
Church, mm -hmm. and a big shout out to Hope Church yes. and Senior Pastor Rufus yes. for all of their hospitality. They will be hosting my ordination mm -hmm. and consecration as a bishop at 11 a.m. It's open to the public. Sure. Anybody can come. And um, the most reverend, Michael Curry, mm -hmm. who is my boss. Now, right. I mean, Jesus is my main boss, but right, right. my early this boss is, early is boss. Bishop Curry. Yes, uh, he will be in town uh, to do the consecration and the ordination. And so tell people the significance about your boss. My boss is the first African-American mm -hmm. to be the head of the whole Episcopal Church in the United States. Mm -hmm. And last summer, yes. he preached the royal wedding right. for Prince Harry and Meghan. Right. So, so he's a rock star. So if Timothy is still on here, Timothy Flowers, a lot of us did, yeah. but Timothy Flowers had a whole tea party to watch the wedding. <laughs> he oh, dressed up and everything. Teddy Brooks. Teddy That's one of my sister clergy. Okay. And Dennis Patterson yeah, Dennis from the Patterson ATL. From this is awesome. Yeah. yeah so quite a few folks yeah. on here. So that's happening um, Saturday at 11 a.m. at Hope Church. And yes. then one of the other things that happens when you are a bishop mm -hmm. is you are seated at your cathedral. Okay. So the cathedral for our diocese is St. Mary's Cathedral right on Poplar. Yeah, I know exactly In fact, where it is. My office is right next door. All right. So this Sunday morning at 10 a.m., mm -hmm. I will show up in all my vestments because I'll be a okay. bishop then, and you okay. knock on the door okay. three times with your crozier, and okay. we're going to show the people say, the crozier in a minute. Perfect segue. And um, I will be escorted in to mm -hmm. be seated in my official seat, and then I'll give my first sermon to the diocese. Nice. And that's also open to the public this Sunday at 10 a.m. St. Mary's, right? St. Mary's Cathedral on Poplar. So you mentioned and you brought some really amazing I did. I and, did. And you, and you kind of offline, you were telling me the story, but in particular about the ring. But let's go through sure, the items and sure. you hold them up, let, let everyone see. I will, see. I will. But yes. So we mentioned the crozier. I'm just going to grab it. Okay. Um. And these are four of the things which are the insignia of a bishop. So this is, one yeah, this is one long. This is one long stick, and it should look like what a um, a shepherd used to yeah. use to get sheep. Absolutely, when they were you know stuck in brambles or in a hole. So this is my crozier, mm -hmm. and it may be difficult to see this, but there's a lily carved on the front. Yeah, that mm -hmm. is uh, the flower of Mary, the mother okay. of Jesus. Okay, and because the cathedral is Saint Mary's Cathedral, mm -hmm. the lily is on um, our diocesan shield. Okay, so that's why I decided to include that. Okay, and on the back I have a symbol of the Holy Trinity. Okay, okay. Yes, so this is my. Crozier. Okay. All right. Which I will begin using after Saturday. After Saturday. <laughs> I after. brought it today, but I can't well, we use it today. You. We're getting to see stuff that the diocese hasn't even seen yet. That's so, correct. Yes, that is awesome. Now, one of the other symbols of the bishop is called mm -hmm. the mitre. The mitre. So this is the mitre. Yes. This is my gold mitre. Okay. I have a gold mitre, a white mitre, and okay. a red mitre. Okay. And what's the um, significance? So white, well, so of course, gold is festive, right? Right, right. Uh, and then feast days are normally white or red. Okay. So in our church, um, Christmas, mm -hmm. the season of Christmas and the season of Easter, white. Mm -hmm. Weddings are white. Funerals mm -hmm. are white. But baptisms are white. And so okay. one of the things that I'm going to be doing as bishop mm -hmm. is traveling every Sunday to a different congregation, okay. baptizing and confirming. So I'll be okay. white. The other option is red. 
Okay. So I'm going to be presented with all of these things on uh, Saturday. This is the miter. Mm-hmm. And then two other symbols of the bishop's office are the ring. Yes. And this is a gorgeous ring. Yeah. I'll hold it up. Yes. Um, I decided that I wanted to have an amethyst as the center stone. Mm-hmm. Um Purple is the color of royalty yes. and the color of bishops. Yes. Some bishops have the diocesan seal on the center, mm-hmm. but I wanted this amethyst. Mm-hmm. And um, I have the symbol, the uh, Greek letters for Alpha and Omega, okay. because, you know, in Revelation, yeah. it says, yeah. I'm the beginning and the end. Right. On the other side, I have the symbol of the Trinity. Yes. And what it may be difficult for your audience to see. I may give this to you to get okay. you to hold it up a little bit closer right. to the um, the side. If you can see that, I actually have um, slave oh, shackles chain, chain yeah, okay, carved yeah. on both sides of my ring. Um, why did I do that? Um, so I have deep roots in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And we are acknowledging the 400th anniversary of the first enslaved Africans coming to the United States. They Mm -hmm. came via boat in 1619, Mm -hmm. and they landed in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted something to be a reminder for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) of all of the shoulders Mm -hmm. of the people on whom I stand, that I didn't get here by myself. So I thought that would be appropriate, and I don't know if the viewers could see, but at each end of those links, Mm -hmm. they're open. I saw that. They're open at the ends to signify that in Jesus Christ, we are freed from anything that binds us or holds us back. So that's just something for me to see uh, as a reminder to myself that, there were so many sacrifices made for me to Absolutely. be in the seat, okay. literally and figuratively. And I want to give a shout out to Epperson Jewelers here in Tennessee. They nice. have done all of the bishops' rings for the bishops in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They've done rings for bishops in Atlanta and in mm-hmm. Virginia. Okay. And I am the first woman the first bishop woman. that they've done a ring for right so right. i'm very excited about that and then the fourth thing that i brought to show you all is my pectoral cross this is my cross mm-hmm. and um it's the same burnished gold that the ring is made out of and again i may give this to you to hold up because okay. in the center is carved the lily oh, so it's I the same it. yeah. flower that's on the front of my yeah. uh Crozier okay. and in the diocesan shield. So you might want to hold that All up right. to the camera so that they can see the lily so the that's lily. carved into it. Right yes. there. That is beautiful. Yes. And then I see we have something on the back here. Yes. So on okay. the back, um, so it's interesting. In um in our denomination, this notion of apostolic succession is mm-hmm. pretty big. So okay. if you think about the original Mm-hmm. disciples, especially Peter and Paul, sure. touching people mm-hmm. who then touch people, mm-hmm. bishops down through the line. Okay. So my number is carved on here, and my number is 1116. I'm right. the 1,116th bishop 
Okay. And our line of apostolic succession. And wow. then I also have Amos 524. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is um, the one of the passages of Scripture that Dr. King, Dr. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Jr. used to quote sure. about justice rolling down like an ever-flowing yeah. stream. Yeah. So I'm in Memphis, right? Well, I'm on Memphis. the Mississippi. Right, right. There's yeah. lots of water. And this is the city we just have to acknowledge mm-hmm. where Dr. King lost his life. Right, right. And so that is a, a specific reminder of this diocese. Okay, all right. And it's in particular, Memphis as a city right, right, on right. the back of this cross. Okay. And then, of course, it has my date, 5-4-2019. And we literally have the same initials. I just saw that. Wait a minute. Because <laughs> I, so like, I was like, Par, is this mine? Par. So in other words, uh, listening, viewing audience, if this cross ever gets lost, P, the other P-A-R right, may right, have like right. borrowed it. I was looking, I was like, Wait, I we wonder do have Parson. the same like, initials. Look at that. Of, I know, I know. Those are um, great initials, by the way. They are. They all right, are. All I right. love it. Um, Jen, um, Janae Perkins Chapman, yes, you know, Soror yes. And, and Bishop, yes. So, okay. uh, let me just give a shout out to my Sorors, yes, yes, the wonderful women of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. <laughs> we'll get and that. since the official color this Saturday is red, okay, I know that all my Sorors who come have multiple outlets, right? To so, they have from. plenty to wear, yes, okay, yes, my yes. Aunts are Delta, I know many Deltas, and so look at this, look at so, that. man, yeah. fantastic, exactly. Exactly. going on yeah. over there. So that's good. We're going to take a quick break um, and we'll come right back. Absolutely. So, on mute. You guys don't go anywhere. It's amazing. Ashleychocolates.com. All right, we are back. And just so you know, we, um, you know, the, the, the commercial, we definitely want to shout out Philip Ashley Chocolates, located mm-hmm. at 1200 South, or actually 1200 <laughs> Madison Avenue. Yeah, you now. moved. We yeah, moved. you got to move your new address. <laughs> know, right? Uh, right there in Madison and Bellevue, um, in front of Mississippi Boulevard, across the street from Southern College of Optometry. I'm right at near 240. So um, it is, we're, we're loving where we are. We are. And I can honestly say that um, I have sampled the chocolates. <laughs> That's how Philip and I met. I went yes. to his, well, yes. the first grand opening that yeah, kind of got rained soft, out. Yeah, the, yeah, the soft opening. You, but yeah, you were there yeah, for the yeah. soft opening. So, yeah. So the chocolate is phenomenal. Thank you so much. Thank you. So thank y'all for all the comments um, about my ring. Um, so for those of you who are just joining, I was explaining. So, I mean, so when you become a bishop, all of this stuff has to be commissioned. Right. Okay. So none of this stuff, you don't just go to a catalog and buy your <laughs> ring, your cross, your crozier. It's all made specifically for you. Mm-hmm. And so just to reiterate, I was really looking for a way um, to keep my people 
um, on my heart mm-hmm. as I move into this really important role. Right, right. And I just figure our ancestors went through so much. Mm-hmm. If they made it through what they made it through, mm-hmm. I should be able to surmount my challenges. And so I decided to have slave shackles um, carved on both of the long sides of my ring. Mm-hmm. And they're open at the end because all of us have been freed from any thing which binds us or holds us back in Jesus Christ. But this is just a, will will be after May the 4th, when I start (laughs) wearing this, um, a daily reminder Mm -hmm. of um, sacrifice and strength and faith. Right. All three. I love it. I love it. And so you mentioned that. So going up to May 4th, big day, all that happens. Yes. Then what? Oh my gosh. After Sunday, we talked about that. Then I'm the bishop. So I will be um, my, the way you would write it out would be the right reverend. Okay. Phoebe A. Rofe. Gotcha. Um, The current bishop is Bishop Johnson. Okay. But Bishop Rofe seems a bit formal to me. Okay. So I think I would like to be addressed as Bishop Phoebe. Okay. That's going to be my name. All right. Yeah. Bishop Phoebe. Yes. Um, And then I am charged, Philip, with, I think in this first year, Mm -hmm. listening. Okay. I've never lived in Memphis. All right. I've never served in Memphis. Mm -hmm. So I don't know all the specific issues that this particular diocese is facing. Okay. So I need to learn. I need to be willing to share my story, Mm -hmm. listen to other people's story, and then just figure out how can we continue spreading the good news of Jesus Christ, especially to people who may not currently see the Episcopal Church Mm -hmm. as the church home for them. Mm -hmm. I'm here to just say we're open and welcome for all. Right. Okay. For all. And so how large is your ah, is the, the diocese? Yeah, how yes. How large is that? So. so at the time that I applied, there were 31 churches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Between November and now, two of our churches have closed, okay. unfortunately. So they're now 29. Okay. Roughly 60 clergy okay. who are active in serving those congregations mm-hmm. and about 8,500 Wow. Episcopalians. Okay. And my boundary is the Mississippi River okay. on the west mm-hmm. and the Tennessee River on the east. So, so all of that territory. Jackson, exactly. That Dyersburg, like that. Right. Paris. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Mason. You have to travel through all that. So it's a okay. very okay. different rhythm of life. For the past 11 years, I have been going to the same church every Sunday as sure, a parish sure. priest. Now, sure. every week. I'm at a different congregation. Because oftentimes when you say West Tennessee, we still think Memphis, but no. Oh, it's way beyond Memphis. Yeah. So So my job is to support the priests and the deacons in their work to be their pastor. Mm -hmm. And together with the people of the diocese to help us formulate a vision. Right. You know, scripture tells us without a vision, the people will perish. So I'm trying to help us together figure out what does it look like? Yeah. And I'm a collaborative person. I like to be a part of a team. Okay. So I'm not real top down. Um, I want to do this in conjunction with other people. Very good. Someone said, Alan, uh, Orndorff. Yeah. Yeah. He likes Bishop Phoebe. I like it too. It just has a nice ring to it. Uh, thoughtfulness is profound. Alan. That's so nice. Alan Dupuy. Yeah. uh, Very nice. nice. And Cynthia Dyson, she's from my congregation in Richmond. Hey, Cynthia. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We got people from all over the country. We got them all over. That's fabulous. Very cool. So, yeah. So now, you know, and one of the coolest things that I, and and just even listening to you, just so much 
information and knowledge and you know the all the the Harvard degree to Princeton. I didn't even know that one until <laughs> uh, was that in, I didn't even see that in her bio. I don't so, look. <laughs> so um, let but, me tell but, you something. <laughs> there, if you want to introduce me, right. you can stand up and say this is Phoebe Rofe, okay. a child of God. Beloved child yeah. of God, you can sit down. Okay, I, that's all that. Hey, man, that, that's the most important aspect of right it. There, so. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but yeah. so other than that, so what do you tell? So far, you've been in Memphis how long? Again? Okay, so I've been in Memphis two months. Okay, two months. Two wow. months. Two months. And I've been working with Bishop Johnson, the current bishop. Sure. And he and his wife have been incredible Very in terms good. of. Showing me the ropes, yeah. explaining, sort of giving me a sense of the scope of the job. I won't fully know okay. until I'm in it. Okay. Um, but they have really made this transition go so smoothly. All right. Yeah. So before, so we got we talk about a little bit about Memphis, and so so yes. what are some of the things you know? Yeah. Have you where, where do you like to eat? Have oh you, my you know, gosh. Where, have you gotten into any of that <laughs> yet? So. A little bit. So okay. I've had probably more barbecue than I should have. <laughs> Look, we like to just baptize people in, in barbecue. barbecue. Apparently. So, yes. 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 So. Um, I'm. Renting a place in Midtown. Okay. All right. So I'm enjoying getting to know that part of the city right okay. now. All right. I mean, I've been out to Collierville, Colliersville and Germantown yeah. and some yeah. of these other places, but most of my time has yeah. sort of been spent in yeah. Midtown when Very I'm cool. not working. Very cool. Right um, in the middle. So. I've been to... Um, the National Civil Rights Museum, All right. which has been very powerful. All right. Okay. Um, I have not been to Graceland. Okay. I got to put that on the list. Yeah. I've not been to Stax Records. Gotta I got to put that on the list. Yeah, so there's a lot of other things that I still need to do. Sure. So it's going to take me a while to right. fully enjoy. Here. I've been to the Botanic Gardens. Okay. Very and that good. was beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And this is that time where... You know, things are coming into bloom yes. and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, so very cool. So, I'm really excited. Oh, I've been to Indianola, Mississippi. All right. To the B.B. King Museum. Have you yeah. been to the I B. haven't B. even been it's to It's like that. Yeah. awesome. Okay. Very it's cool. all, I would say, at, at, tell y'all, put that on your list of things. Okay. Now, it's about three hours from here. Right. About, well, but you know, hey. Yeah, yeah. So, if you're here for just the weekend of my consecration, you're probably not going to make it down to B.B. King's Museum. But right. Come back on another trip. Right, right. Yeah. So much food, so many places for you to try. Exactly. And, like that. and so, and then again, you, but you won't be at St. Mary's every Sunday. No. Okay. It'll be okay. a rare Sunday that I'm there. Gotcha. So definitely catch that one when you are there. Exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. But I'm just really excited, Philip, about all the possibilities. Sure. I see so much potential mm-hmm. in terms of this new call. Yeah. I love it. Well, very good. Anything else for, you know, anything you want to share or, you know, let the people know before we wrap up? And No, I just want okay. to remind everybody that um, the consecration yes, is this Saturday at mm-hmm. Hope Church. Okay. Thanks to their generous hospitality at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then this Sunday, mm-hmm. I will be preaching at St. Mary's yes. Cathedral at 10 a.m. in case people would like to hear me preach. So that would be a rare opportunity, folks. Go out there to St. Mary's. But first, if you can, 11 o'clock, hope at um, on May 4th, right? Yep. May 4th at 11 a.m. Yep. And that'll be a huge uh, deal. So, I mean, that is awesome. It was such a good... Uh, you know, gets good fortune, blessing. Yes, to well, run you know into what they stuff. say: there are no coincidences. There are no coincidences. So this was meant to be, and this is so. my first podcast ever. First podcast and ever. <laughs> that is awesome. What okay. a great way to introduce me to the yeah. Memphis community yeah. and to allow 
my friends from all over the country yeah, to see me as well. That is so cool. Yeah. I love it. And well, I truly appreciate you. My dad loved the conversation oh, you guys had. Um, we definitely wish you the best. Thank I'll you. be there. Um, and it looks like, you know, you have a lot of people supporting you and, and loving you. And someone said, Gary Hager said he'll gladly ah, take you to the awesome. Museum. And someone else said Graceland. Alan said Graceland. Okay. Right, all righty. Right, right. We're going to make it work. <laughs> yes, we'll make it work. And so Bishop Phoebe, soon to be. Yeah. We, we, as of May 4th. <laughs> yes, right? as of May 4th. But so cool. My pleasure. Thank you so much for being out here. I really appreciate it. I'm You're glad welcome. we were the first. Excellent. Awesome. Cheers. Boss Podcast is an OAM Network production available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and theoamnetwork.com. Hosted by Philip Ashley Ricks. Produced by Gil Worth. Logo and design by The OAM Network. Check out Boss Podcast on Facebook Live Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Central on Facebook.com slash The OAM Network.